You asked us the questions, and we've got the answers. I'd like to present to you our very first Ask Me Anything episode here on the Baseline feed. We asked our patrons and our beloved Discord community to submit questions for the BLF team to answer on air. Here, we talk about the roots of the podcast and some of our individual methods of bringing stories to life. We wanted to keep this more of an informal response, and we might get a little bit off track sometimes, so please forgive us. For the sake of time, we know this episode is quite long. Let's just go for it. Let's just get this thing rocking and rolling. How about that? We I got a whole list of questions over here for us. Uh, we're doing the Ask Me Anything episode for Baseline Feed. I'm Tanner Wood. I'm CM Peters, a.k.a. Julie. I am Jay Wood or Julia, Tanner's wife. Who else we got on management? We got two more knuckleheads over here. This is Evan Jaffe, just straight goob. Goober. <laughs> Mo, you got to say something. Introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm Mo. <laughs> Let people know the silence is no <laughs> it just blows smoke all right well it's, we're gonna it's, it's record it's recorded it's not filmed <laughs> that's correct oh good i was about to switch over to my phone to not be the one odd man out i'll buy a no, webcam I eventually the, i gotta turn the camera off or else i'll lose internet so i'm just gonna i'm not gonna go from the top you seems been back on the task at hand <laughs> focus yes. <on> <laughs> Okay, uh, since we're here, we've gotten the old introductions out of the way. Why don't we just fucking hop into it here? I'm not going to go in order. we got a big list of questions here um, from the folks that are interested in the podcast. We, are, we having a, are we having an audience right now? We uh, have we, and Kathleen. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had Neil earlier, so that was kind of cool. So we're going to go like this. Um, we got a bunch of them here. Let's start with... Doo, doo, doo. Um, one that kind of fits the beginning here. Uh, this one's from TJ Hotter, our boy from the Hotter Show, and he does the the Dread Files on Reddit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the Dread mm-hmm. Files, and he's got his yep. uh, tapes of trepidation on his Patreon. Yeah, his Patreon tapes of trepidation. Legit guy. Get it? Should go get it. It's good. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, so his first question that we're going to tackle here is, where did the name of Baseline Feed come from? I Julie? would like to know as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, we brainstormed a lot to find something that would stand out. We didn't want just something podcast is one thing that we agreed on. We wanted a name that would be different. That encapsulated uh, what we're actually trying to do here. Because we were trying exactly. to... Just- well, we're serving as um, basically a kickoff point for folks that want to get into um, voice acting, writing stories, producing things, you know, composing music. We don't really have a whole lot of knowledge in composing music yet, but we're, you know, we're getting there. We're gathering some, some folks who are, who are good at that. So we wanted to make sure that we pervade the whole idea of what we're intending to do. So... Uh, we threw a fuck ton of ideas around. I can't remember. I wish I can go back into our messages to find them. Oh, the I'm list? Sure it, oh, I'm, they were terrible. They're so bad. <laughs> I don't think they're that bad, but... I don't yeah. even remember all the other ideas we had. I just remembered that when we said baseline and then the word feed came up and like, we're on to well, something it- and we finally... 
Yeah, because we were serving as like a, a kickoff point, a baseline for these creatives. And, well, it's an RSS feed. So yep. that was we're like, going okay. to feed mm-hmm. new talent to you. Yes. And, and also that. Yep. Mm, there you go. Just feed, We'll go with that. Feed her. Okay, that was a simple question. Um, just to kind of jump into the whole thing here. So how about what inspired oh, you to start this podcast and stay with it? Oh, I like oh, that. There we go. I like that yep. question. I was like, that's the next logical one after the name. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So one of our uh, most beloved patrons, uh, Queen Cam. Shout out, girl. What's up? Um, um, yes, what inspired hey. you to start this podcast and stay with it? Um, well, we wanted to do voice acting for a different podcast. Uh, we, I'll just say it. I mean, because, you know, we're, we're over we it. We're grown-ups here. Um, so we started we're doing some work with the, the Grey Rooms. Like, we were all, I'm pretty sure most of us were patrons for that podcast. And that's kind of how we met. Yep. Kind of started collaborating, throwing ideas back and forth. Um, and then just trying to get into, because we... I wanted to be a voice actor in the in the Grey Rooms podcast because it's just it was it's wacky, it's nuts. It was it was scary. It was creepy. It was gross. And <laughs> for whatever reason, I love we love that kind of stuff. I guess all of us kind of love that stuff because we're squishy you know, noises. Yeah, squishy noises and <laughs> death and and demons slashing each other with even stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were we we're trying to do get involved with the podcast, whether it was writing stories. Um, Julie had written a story for them that got accepted. So she submitted that and they got produced. Um, so she was already involved. Was already involved. Um, I had talked with the producer himself and I got a role to do one of their, their patron episodes that was part of their Bane series. Cats. So yeah. Cats. The, ooh, the cat. I don't one. care. I still love cats. Yeah, cats are gross. They can, they can <laughs> but we we wanted we wanted like an outlet that we could collaborate with people who were newer writers, newer voice actors, help each other out, and just create something. And I think yep. I think we talked about it in our original interview with TJ Hotter. Shout out, my yes. boy. What's up? Um, oh, there I... goes my train of thought. Shit. <laughs> uh, well. what were you talking about with tj what were you oh, talking about with tj with tj we were talking about um because he actually he asked us the same question there yeah, was an yeah, interview no, that i had not. seen <laughs> no, we're not. yeah i had seen an interview with seth mcfarlane and somebody had asked him the same kind of question like how did you get into this industry uh what made you want to keep doing it and he said well um I tried to, you know, auditioning here, auditioning there, and nobody wanted me. They said my voice was too perfect, and that's obviously not the case for me. But um, he said the best thing that he did was just create his own content, create his own stories, and just do it. You know, it's not jumping into somebody else's world. It's creating your own world and your own community and your own audience. And that's part of what inspired me to just get excited about doing just creating something putting it out there it doesn't i don't really care if people listen to it i mean i do obviously because people are awesome and an audience would be super duper well yeah that, that those, was those words kind of ins- like kept pushed me onto the tracks to ride this train to the end yeah in my case uh my main idea uh when tanner and i started talking i wanted a 
like talk radio style podcast. That's what I was aiming for. I had talked about it with a friend and she had her computer break down fully and not the money to have it repaired. So that was not happening with her. And we were hanging out in one of the rooms at some point, uh, Tanner and I, and I'm like, and we just started talking about making a podcast. And we just said, like, why don't we start one together? And that was in March 2022, 2021 or 2022? February 22. Yeah, because we're going into season. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we started talking about that and uh, we decided on stories instead of discussions because, you know, we can get off track a lot when we talk (laughs) about stuff. Discussions are hard. Yeah. So I put aside the idea of the other type of podcast to concentrate fully on baseline. Now, is that just, this isn't a written question. Are you still interested in doing something like that? Yes and no. Uh, Because I... I mean, you I would know, hate to squash dreams. Like, that's not what we No, no, no. I know what you mean. But, you know, for those know, but I'm pretty sure you do by now, uh, I used to do radio I, as my full-time job. And now that I'm not, I kind of want to make the cut and not do anything related to that. And, like, talk radio-style podcast would be that. I need a break. So eventually, maybe someday, I do that again on like, like I I wouldn't do like political or economy or sports. Like I do something probably like everyday stuff or a particular subject. But meh, I'm not in a rush. I really enjoy what we're doing. I think the idea of of something like that still being kind of kicked around too. Yeah. I think as far as uh, sticking with the podcast, I like the uh, the community we built and the all the people that we've met and all the new people that have come forward and said, "Hey, I want to try voice acting." And the people that we've given, you know, a platform, and that was that's been our goal all along. So that's been pretty cool. It has kind of what drives, I think, us to keep going. Yeah. How about you, Mo? Oh, um. Words, buddy. <laughs> Words, things, hard. It's fun. <laughs> My whole thing is always it's fun. If it's not fun, I'm not gonna. Like I'm a child in an adult body. That's Mm-mm. still somehow looks similar to a child. You're a child with a beard. Um, <laughs> I'm a child with a beard. If I shave, no one wants to see me without the beard. Um, no, I keep doing the podcast. Fingers. <laughs> It is a lot of fun. You know, Mo Mo, you're you're you make us all laugh and that's I think Yeah. I, I think it's, that's it's a good it time. Like, Mo you're like, Ryan, it's a good time. Sure. I, I like I like making people laugh and also I think making them cry like I like acting more than I thought I did. Yeah. So all like, the emotions. It's 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 fun to try and like uh pinpoint the characters and then like you know figure out what they have to do and what they're gonna sound like and it's like it's interesting to see when you have like different authors too because then like thinking through their like 
Yeah, like you think through their head, so you have to figure out their thing, which interests me because I'm a stoner and I'm like, let's see how many different Kevin Bacon's I can connect to people. <laughs> how about you, Evan? Hey. Answer the question. Yeah, I was about to say, dang, I'm just going to get skipped. No. Um, I don't know. This is so, conversational, my dude. Hop in. Uh, so I like, I liked acting. You guys gave me a shot with that before I actually joined the management team, so that was very fun. So giving back is pretty cool, too, to help other people also uh, get their kind of start here. I work more on the editing, writing side, so it's definitely, uh, we'll say, fun when I'm not doing it, getting to see what everyone's you know writing style is, kind of polish that up, get it pushed forward into a workable standard because some people submit stuff in prose and or yeah prose and we gotta move it to script and just kind of having a creative outlet is nice and like mo said while it's fun that's why i'm here it's it's fun and helping others have fun too well so you say you've got um you work a lot with the writing side of things and you do a lot of editing now you do write your own stories right You've got a yeah. couple of stories coming up here soon. I believe I do. If I'm allowed to give more details about that, pardon the people you... getting murdered upstairs. My sound installation isn't installed in the new house <laughs> yet. The victims are a little rowdy, but I, I think I think we can I think we can tease it at this point. I think that's okay, fine. Okay, so don't don't give away titles. I'm not, not giving away much. titles. So we've got a couple. Uh, I well, think believe three stories two that have been sitting in a bank for a little bit and we're uh gonna put those out in the main season but there's also a little a little special story that have been written specifically for baseline that we uh labored on for quite a while at kyle's actual request it's actually another reason why i love the podcast is just the community between the actual like community following and between all of management like we'll just shoot the breeze and shoot the shit all the time. And it was one of those nights where we're a little uh, influenced and uh, shooting the breeze. And <laughs> you said something, you said something about 20 minutes or so, and we're going to be a little bit more influenced than we are now. Well, yes, yeah, the best, best talk shows are drunk, but um, yeah, I can't remember if it was a story or something you talked about, you like, and I just said, fuck it. I can write something like that. And then you said, fuck it, do it. And then, well, you guys are going to enjoy that, I hope. Yeah, I think it it was based on the the short little trip into um, the Yukon that we took with the Tales from an Old Man. Yep, that yeah, was, so I kinda, believe, it. Yeah, it's so, kind of based, uh, based on I that hope, whole idea. Yeah, I hope you guys like uh, Klondike bars, because those are pretty <laughs> delicious. The guys in the store yeah. are going to wish they had some, I don't know, because, I mean, who doesn't wish they didn't have... Some Klondike bars. Them shits are good. A little expensive. But I, I hope you guys. Klondike bar. It's <laughs> funny you say that. That's a very <laughs> that's a very funny thing. That's a funny <laughs> thing that everyone's gonna laugh about later. Yeah. Possibly cry about. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully they'll cry about it. So, yeah. <laughs> All cry the emotions. Also the emotions. Hopefully I tried. That one was actually so, a little hard to write myself. At the end there, yeah. I was like, damn, I'm a bastard. Side note, um, if y'all didn't know, uh, Mo has been doing our YouTube channel for us. So if you guys oh, yeah. want to check that out, go check out that YouTube channel. 
because it is. It's not awesome. bad. It's good. Because yeah. the YouTube channel also connects to uh, just Google Podcasts. So, okay. yep. you know, yeah. new another place to listen. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on. Let's we got a question from Brooks Bigley, uh, just because we were on the sidetrack thing about we were talking about kind of what we were drinking here earlier. Um, <laughs> Brooks Bigley asks, "Do you produce stories while enjoying a beer or three? If so, is it easier or harder to do?" <laughs> well, well, I have an answer for that, but I know Tanner has an answer for that as well. He oh. ran upstairs out of sight to probably get another beer, but most people know that I don't drink, but I told myself tonight, eh, why not have a beer while we're doing this? I've taken three sips and my limbs oh feel, my limbs are like <laughs> already. Is that why you were making a face earlier? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, like when your head feels like cotton when yeah. you're sick. Well, mm -hmm. my limbs, my limbs feel like cotton right now. So like, what are those um uh like the ragdoll cats? Yes. Yeah, like a ragdoll. I, <laughs> I feel like very blue right now. Uh and that's two sips. So you can imagine that no, I don't produce or record while drunk. I'm a giggly drunk. When I used to drink, <laughs> I was a giggly drunk. So I I just stopped. But I know that Tanner occasionally I don't know if he produces while drinking, but I know that's yeah. yeah. Sometimes to record, he will. But I know that before tonight, he wanted to because for whatever reason, he was nervous about it. I think he just, you know, he relaxes a bit and. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, he's coming back. No, yeah. as a producer. He's, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. He, he had to like get three. He has like three dance of years. If you don't know, we're uh, recording and he's uh, on video. Up, he just ran down the stairs carrying three of them. So, backups. You got a double no. fist and get no. the one you're drinking. Ham fist is straight up. That's what duct tape's for. Yeah. Duct tape. Duct tape. I don't smoke so what or is... drink if I have to record or like put an episode together or anything. Yeah. Just because we'll get done. Yeah. It won't get done. Pretty it much. Won't, like, it won't happen. I'll just be like, no, nah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, that would be my case. Like, I, I was editing lines before we started this, and I'm like, oh, when we finish, I'll continue. Nope. I'm already so cottony right now. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. how about you, Tanner? Yeah. Well, um, so, yes, I guess is the answer to that. I do. Um, it's, I'm a very reserved person if I don't. Um, you are. Yeah, if yes. I don't drink, I'm. You not. are. When we've like hung out and you're like very sober, you're very you you kind of you kind of you're still chill. Boring. But you are you're not boring. A little boring. You're just boring. you're more contemplative with your words than you are when you have had a bit of the dog. We gotta yeah, poke you with true. a stick to get you to be social at first, and then you get on the that's roll true. and you're all good. Hey, <laughs> wake up! I, I feel like. Hey. The, the the old creative side comes out because the old inhibitions are gone. They just they yeah. don't they don't stand in the way. Yeah, um, as long as you keep that balancing act good. But I'm I don't normally do voice recordings unless I've had probably two or three of them ahead of time, 
and that just it kind of helps like relax the old the old shoulders and like the breathe nerves. out. Yeah, because believe it or not, like as soon as you get in front of a microphone, you get nervous. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, um, kind of like public speaking. It's terrifying. Oh, oh ah, yes, it is. I it's hate so it. Scary. And it's weird because literally nobody's there. It's just you and some blankets and a microphone and a, and a screen that probably is too damn bright. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. I I don't think I've produced an episode yet completely sober. Dun, dun, dun. But to clarify, he's not drunk off his ass. Like, no, no, no. It's, no. it's, like it's a, he, he does do a good job of balancing. He can still function. Yes, he's a very, yes, functioning. Don't um, say the next word. <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> I like the question that Sidcore is asking us. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Go ahead. That's a oof. That's a that's a deep one. Go ahead. Oh yeah, he would Uh-oh. love to who hear is Sig- about who is Sigcor. Uh, he'd rather not us cool. say his real name. He's a pretty cool but guy. He's, he's one of our yeah. voice actors, but he'd rather we don't use his real name. You know who uh, Sigcor is. Enough. Yeah, he's yeah. one of our voice actors. Being facetious. Yes. Uh, so Sigcor. Would like to hear about how episodes are put together, like the editing, sound selection programs that we use. So I guess that's a question for mostly Tanner, me, and Mo. In this case, uh, on how far now? beginning? If you're talking about from selection to production, or just from yeah, let's the let's start from selection. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, go, Evan. Take over the selection part. Oh, selection. You guys all submit stories, and we take all your stories up. We pay the Demon Piper, and he uh, picks out the best ones for us, actually. Um, so we take all the stories in. And, we... and let it pick. Yep. We let the hamster start it up. <laughs> we let a hamster connected to a Ouija board tell us which ones to choose. But uh, we read all the stories, and we all kind of vote yes or no on them and why. We talk about it, and we do a little dark magic as well to finish it off we pick the very best ones and then we go over the stories to make sure they're good and well producible because we aren't uh enforcing prose o- or script only submissions so then uh me mo and julie have the great pleasure of turning a prose story into script so a whole lot of trimming cutting and sound effecting with that and then we all have a meeting afterwards on who's gonna voice what and then that gets passed on to the voice actors who record their parts hopefully well (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm gonna pass the rest of the question on to our producing team because i don't do that so a lot of the the editing in what Evan was saying about adding like the sound effect stuff. Um, we we mush it into like a script format. Uh, I guess not really a script per se, but like a radio play format. Yeah, so it kind of describes audio... what's going on. Yeah, like an audio play it's format. Audio play. That's kind of what we do. I mean, that's our thing. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that stuff gets turned into either prompts for sound or um, emotions for voice actors. We'll send them out to them, and then when we get them back. The moment to play begins. Yeah, the moment of play begins. Oh, yeah. Um, so we work with, we kind of play through them, listen to them, see if they're rocking and rolling. If they're not, we'll kick them back, 
Um, that doesn't normally happen because the folks that we work with are already creative as it is. So that kind of helps. Um, I personally, uh, we as a team, we use um, Adobe Audition as our main mixing, mashing kind of uh, program. Um, Occasionally we'll use Audacity because there are certain functions of Audacity that are still very useful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And um, sound-wise, uh, we use Artlist. Is that the name of the website? Yeah, that's what we have. We have a full-on license for them. Yeah. Um, so there's no discrepancy. Um, yeah. There's no, don't, we don't, we don't run into copyright issues with that, which is super awesome. And shout out to artlist.io. Uh, if you guys want to sponsor us at all, that'd be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally Tanner will make his own sounds. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. Some and, of those, like I'll, I'll just, we'll record them on our, I'll record mine uh, on my phone and just email it to myself, like slapping yeah. tables or shuffling cards or whatever. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like you can't find, just in Everything the libraries, and there's and there's no poo pooing on the libraries that exist as it is, but sometimes you want to make that just specific sound, um, that exact movement that you want, like typing on a keyboard, certain bunch of words. Um, and I actually did that Ooh. for a story that we did in season two called Scary Corp, when, <laughs> uh, when Agent, hold on, what, who's the guy, worker. Worker four six nine. Yeah. So when war <laughs> four sixty nine, when he was <laughs> he was typing in the password for um, Director Morgan's computer, I actually typed that in with my keyboard, did all the things for that, and then uh, imported into Audition, and then used it for the story. So that was cool. Uh, being able to do that is pretty nifty. Side note to that: Morgan is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Director Morgan, yeah, but Morgan, uh, Morgan is a bitch. Uh, talking about all of that, uh, us making our sounds, Doozer Pindan, Pindan, sorry, is asking, "What's the weirdest sound you've had to record yourselves?" Don't know. Quite possibly liplick dot wav, and then we didn't even yeah. end up using that. I don't know if we want to get into that one. No, no, no. Just, just hang on. We'll, we'll find a spot for it. There's, oh, I believe it or not, I have an episode for that. Specifically, <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of our one of our bonus episodes here in season three that we might be able to use that for. Ooh. I don't know. We might have talked about that before. I vaguely remember, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, that was a weird one. That was a funny night. Now, in terms of uh, sound selection, um, I think he's referring to how we build like scenes with sound. Does that sound right? Um, uh, a lot of the a lot of the work that Evan and Julie and Mo do to convert the these these prose stories into script form, like we have, there's prompts for what's actually physically happening and how we can build that soundscape with uh, sound effects. It's a hard thing to do because you got to find the certain like a certain amount of like gap in time, like between dialogue to um, say create a fucking horse falling off a cliff which is sad and it's hard and it's difficult um, not doing that yeah <laughs> and it's just it's weird and it hurts and it my heart on the inside but it, i know that <laughs> <laughs> 
I know that it went down for a good reason to to, to, to push the plot along. Well, it wasn't for the wolves and coyotes and and buzzards and all that stuff. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're moving beyond that. The the ah. wars. Uh, but creating something similar like that is is fun because you have to, you have to envision what's actually happening in the story, right? Because not only are we using words, we're using sounds to make these things, um, yeah, memorable or uh, you know come into your brain with with noises. But building that is. I love doing it. I'm going to be honest. It's just, it's fucking great. It's hard. And um, I would never discourage anybody from trying to do it. Um, but it's, you have to have the mind to figure out what should be happening mm -hmm. in that story, where it should be happening in your ears, like where around like the narration it's happening. And it uh, has to sound realistic as well. I think that's one of the things that's important when creating your own sounds. You want mm -hmm. them, usually when I'll look for one and end up making one, it's because what I find is not realistic. Yeah, for like, like bone bone crunching, uh, actually frozen celery works really well. Yeah. If you, if yeah. you freeze it and go, it sounds yeah. kind of like bones. Child of think... bubble gum. Yeah, yeah, well, like in child, yeah. yeah, exactly. The child of meat where she's all like nasty and gross and, and just have the voice actor <laughs> chew on bubble gum and get some yep. nasty old mouse noises. Yeah, um, that was a weird one. I think if anything, I think that was probably what the, one of the weirdest ones I've heard. Yep, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bailey, my daughter, did a fine, wonderful job uh, in that episode as that character. She killed it and Doozer is giving her props for that, so. Shout out to Bailey. What's up, girl? <laughs> Queen Cam says, uh, how excited are you all that Chewie is coming to Canada? I didn't even know. <laughs> are you that? excited? I'm so excited. Oh, and I just can't excited. hide it. But <laughs> honestly, I had no idea. And we have three cats in the house, so it should be fun. Okay, I'll go. look for stuff. So thank you, Queen Cam. And if you want to sponsor us, mm. we'd love it. Hey, baseline yes. feed sponsored by Chewy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Brooks Bailey, a bit Bailey Bigley, sorry, asks, "What amount of time do you dedicate each day to creating the podcast?" Depends on the day for me, but I try mm -hmm. to dedicate a little bit each day, at least, to especially when we're like this close to starting the season. But let's say I've been a little bit uh, lax over the last few months. Well, we've been taking a break. Yeah. yeah. Between, the, between yeah, our, some... our season two into season three. Summer yeah. times are normally our break-ish times to just kind of chill with family and, um, yeah. and, you know, enjoy the summer. So, Like on a, on a normal week, I mean, during... During the summer, it's not so bad. Like, I'll do probably three days a week, maybe. Um, I'll push three or four hours for, like, three-ish three, three -ish days a week. So about 15 hours a week. But, like, during full production, um, every night. I, I will probably, yeah, I'll probably spend every night about four to five hours. So it's it's about a, a part-time job essentially like 25 hours or so just trying to trying to make things sound right um it's a lot of effort believe it or not i, I think pre-season it's mostly 
Mo and Evan that have the most work to do in editing and making the stories the best they can be. It's yeah. a lot more last season. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then like when production starts, they have less to do, but they're still super supportive and help us in other ways. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah. it just depends on what stage of the yeah. um, seasons episodes we're at. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a we got a question from Odd Pit Pet. Uh, I think she's one of our voice actors, actually. And she was Pat. in. Um, uh, now hold on. What's the 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 one with the zombie people? Oh, um, spread of love. Was spread of love? Yeah, yeah. She was one of the characters in Spread of Love, and she asks, uh, if you could choose a story to be stuck in, what would it be? Ooh. Oh dear, <laughs> Julia. Oh boy, I don't know. Yeah. Why don't you be the uh, first to answer that? Oh geez, I don't know though. Um, uh, I'm gonna pass on this, and I'll think about it. Well, there, I was... there's honestly so many good ones. I uh... well, if you, I mean, we've gone through some of the. Let's let's pick from season one and two. Hmm. I because, I, I mean, was that's, stuck that's in one of those now. stories. Yeah, uh, Julie, go ahead. I was I was saying technically I was in one of those stories, like Liam. Oh, yeah. Liam yeah. is based on real stuff. Like the island is real, the doctor's house is real, the disinfection building is real. It's just the part of Liam that isn't. Mm-hmm. There's rumors around the island that Liam, which is not his real name. But uh, there's rumors that he's around, but I personally have not encountered his ghost. But I lived and worked on this island for a whole week, and then I quit because it creeped me out. So I'm good on being stuck in stories. (laughs) (laughs) I I basically already lived in it to win it without it being as extreme. You worked in that? Yeah, it was very much just Jersey convenience store, like any anything like i wasn't in uh a little bodega or anything like that but i worked in a liquor store and we had the cash lotto machine oh oh boy it was horrible i I I never really learned how to work it it was horrible and i had to have a manager come up i'm like what am i doing (laughs) what they're like just put in the numbers i'm like i understand that but like it keeps asking me other questions man can i just go put the bottles on the shelves that you hired me for (laughs) <laughs> stalker don't I'll go put the lotto numbers yeah like you, know you hired doing? me to go put stuff on shelves man i'd rather be stuck in irish wish foundation oh, i was yeah. thinking oh, that's, 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 that's the safest one for longevity if you don't want to die from random stuff i mean that's just that's 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 the story that seemed the most like normal just slice of life just happened to have a leprechaun <laughs> I mean, leprechauns are pretty dope. Just like everybody else in there was kind of just normal freaking people. If Um, I had to pick one that I wasn't really part of, I'd want to say Harley Easton's lullaby because I'd love to live in New Orleans. But the one where she... You would probably do pretty well in New Orleans, though. Yeah, well... Kathleen has something to say for sure about that. With my French accent. Wouldn't be very hard Mm -hmm. to make myself understood Mm -hmm. over there, but... Yeah. No, no, no. New Orleans is wild. Wild. I'd say an interesting one to be in, which I also did voice in, was 
day worker. Mm, yep. Yo, day worker, man. That would be so nuts. Day worker, uh, yeah. yeah. So you just never I, know. I kind of like the idea of that. It's like, you know, as a kid, I was always like, well, I want to be this when I grow up. And then like the next day, well, I want to be this when I grow up. It's like you yep. do all the different things and like yep. in that world, you can do all the different things. You, you would never get bored. Grow. As long as uh, you don't go and uh, have a Puma, it's not a Puma, and then uh, break everything <laughs> with the, the magic developer chip. Uh, sorry, fictional society, get fucked. You have <laughs> your storage space. Huh, what is this tube? Uh, well, the door's broke. Let me just fuck with more shit. Welcome to New Jack City. <laughs> yeah, I would. I guess, I would say Dayworker as well because that's a that's a fun one. Shout out to uh, Cheryl. Her <laughs> that rose. Was, uh, she killed rose. it. Yeah, she, uh, she she killed it in that one. That oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, she did a fine job. All right, what do we what do we got next here? Uh, let's go, uh, do, Doozer again, just because it's fun. Uh, how do you, Doozer Pindan? How do you prepare for an emotional scene, and how do you wind down afterwards? Oh. Well, since I just recently, within the last hour and a half or so, did one of these, I imagine something that really fucked me up emotionally. I don't mean to bring the tone down, but like uh, 2019, I dealt with something that was emotionally destructive to myself and most of my family. And if it's a situation like that, then you just reimagine yourself in that situation and you just let the tears go. Yeah. And then what I do to wind down afterwards is do some jumping jacks, uh, Try to push out a fart and then drink a beer. And then I'm, <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, you know, just realize that life's not as hard as everybody else tells you that it is. And just relax. If there's like a, like somebody's winded, I, I got a treadmill. I just go run for a little bit, get winded and just actually do it. I'm a very sensitive person and I cry at literally nothing. So like Tanner, I just imagine either something that's happened to me or because I have general anxiety issues, something that could happen to me. And that just sometimes gets me going. And to wind down, uh, usually it's like the series of slaps on the cheeks, just, you know, get out of it. And that should that's usually enough for me. And if that's not enough, usually some upbeat music will do the job. So you physically abuse yourself and then listen to Andy Grammer? <laughs> that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> Is that yeah. how it works? Hey, if it uh, works, it works. Hey, man. I think, I'm not here to get your yum, Julie. But Doozer says Julie has an anxiety attack about not being able to have an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you, you should see an anxious brain will go far sometimes into thinking what could happen. You don't want to know. It's scary sometimes, but yeah, um, crying wise for me, it's very easy. It's stopping. That's hard. I've yeah. had one, which was in, I guess, part of day worker where he's having the flashback to a finagling a heart, slippy heart. Uh, for me, that one. Yeah. I'll, uh, he was just, he's I was just a boy, but, uh, just kind of like Tanner says, think about some hard trauma from before. 
And there's also a certain like breathing kind of technique I've learned, which kind of just lets me do whatever. And I just kind of sink into that. I do what I got to do. I put myself really in the mindset of the character. I try to anyway. And then afterwards, breathe again, box breathing. I like that. The four inhale, hold for four, exhale for four. And then watch some stupid YouTube videos or dumb memes. Like there's one of this absolute insane dude just screaming while lifting. That's hilarious. That always works. Break the stick. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I don't know, Mo. You have any? Uh, have you done any? Roles? Like, well, I don't. I, I don't think I've done anything that's been released that's been like crying in the past stuff that I've acted in. I um send it. Well, how did you? Okay, so for you most, for you most specifically, what about the character that you played in Lullaby? Because that was that was kind of a well, that was kind of a goofy character to get into because that was something that is not a hundred percent natural for you. I mean, yes, it's it's a it's a sneaky character trying to be a goober, but like, how do do you get into like the the accents and stuff? Okay, a lot of uh, okay. So Irish accents are easy, just because like I literally have family members like growing up, and I've just heard them, so it's like I can dip into it. Like that's relatively easy, and then it's just like, um, I guess being a person that's done silly voices for my entire life, I just I try to switch it up and move the muscles that do my vocal cords and stuff and I try to switch it. If, if it's a way someone's behaving, I imitate my friends in a way. I have a lot of extroverted friends from high school and stuff, and I was much more of an extroverted person in high school myself. So it's like I kind of think that story specifically because that character was, you know, kind of a shyster and it's like he's a it's a liar. He's just trying to get a, get a girl. He's like, hey, yeah, let's go. No, don't worry. I got friends and stuff. I got a boat. And he's like, cool, right? Yeah. And then she just turns. Yeah. Go. I mean, everyone's listening to this is probably listening. To that. And then she just like turns the tide. Down. Like that character was very much like I knew dudes, high school, college that are just like, you know, uh, hey, what's this, man? I'm going to go get that chick's number. They go and do it. And it's just like they're, they're, they're kind of that way. And they're just kind of that so other kinda, characters you kind of channel, channel some of the people that you've known before and how they would exist in those situations kind of yeah and then twist it to how the author writes the scene so it's like take take the personality traits i know of people in real life and then inter- intersect that with how the character is written like no knowing like especially when you read through the whole story like you know the end so you know that if the character has ulterior motives or if they're just a complete innocent vice so you play it that way or in, in my head that's what i do that makes sense yeah sure. there's, i mean i feel like emotion emotional you could be like angry sad happy yeah i mean if you're not like a normally happy person you have to envision or um yeah, imitate you, you somebody on... that is happy yeah, yeah. Pretend. It's, it's like a pretend thing. game you just yeah. put, you yes, pretend to be exactly a person that you're not <laughs> we're playing make-believe and all this yeah. other stuff so it's like yeah. oh we get to pretend to be happy like oh man that's so cool especially like with anything where i have to do my regular voice 
That's tough. It's hard. <laughs> that is hard. that is difficult. Instead of like, well, like oh, kind of, I don't. When I ended up doing the um, the hillside house, yeah, kind of the same thing. Like that was difficult. Boy, howdy. Because <laughs> um, it's not like I I really enjoy doing character voices. Um, yeah, like you were saying, but like you tell stories with characters, yeah, but doing just your voice is probably I think the hardest. Because mm-hmm. being yourself in that booth is 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 scary. And you just gotta like suck yeah. it up. <laughs> suck it up and just I, just I find it weird things, to talk, you know? I find it weird to speak in my voice and not say things that I would say. Yeah. Like it's like these are not words I would use in this situation. This is not the way I would behave in this situation. So that it's like I have to use my regular voice but change my mindset. But specifically, I guess, being more uh, like in character work, like changing my mindset kind of makes me want to change my voice. Yes. But then I'm no, like, absolutely. I can't change my voice. I'm like, yeah. well, but, you, but you could, though, because we have that. I mean, but we do. We do, we could just because we have that creative freedom and and just mm-hmm. the way that that we interpret those stories that we get submitted to us. And the thing is, we don't always have a description of the voice of the character. We have a description of the character usually, but not their voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. So it gives you the latitude to make it your own. I like it when there's no, some, not all the time. I like it sometimes when there's no description because then it's like, I could just make up a backstory. This would be fun. Like, this dude's from like Virginia. (laughs) Virginia. When he was born in L.A. Like, what? Virginia. If you say Virginia again, I'm going to sing Country Roads. Take me home. <laughs> now, mama. Is where I belong. <laughs> Damn. That's Virginia. Mountain Mountain mama. mama. Oh, boy. Take, Take me home. Country, Country Roads. Road. That was a beautiful choir. Well, it's, it's, it's delayed because... Deep in the heart of What's our next one we got? Uh, um, next one. Jersey doesn't have a song. Hey, what about the second one from TJ? Uh, well, we did the second one. Uh, no, the third one. Third, Sorry. Third one. If no yeah. one had... From TJ. TJ Hodder, if no one has asked, do you have a... Uh, do you have advice for setting up with an affordable recording rig to start? God. To start, Ooh. probably. I think that I think I he's talking about. I think he's talking about voice acting and mm-hmm. recording okay. uh, lines for a certain story can, for can voiceover. I this one. Uh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. My setup is literally thirty-five dollars, so I think I got you with this one. I found this neat little microphone off Amazon. Uh, I don't know if we can put that in the show notes, but it's a little condenser yeah, mic, the USB. Not, we're not a sponsor. And, but we can be. <laughs> not, would be. You're right. Yeah, would yeah. be pretty cool. Would you get affiliate marketing? But um, uh, you just. Look for a decent microphone up there. I mean, it's not perfect because it's USB connection, but I found one with good reviews. It even comes with a little stand pop filter. You just go in the closet uh, and you just surround yourself with like clothes, like you hang up clothes all around to kind of make a sort of box 
and then you just there you go that's that's my rig and it was free except for the microphone of shit i already had so just find a nice bass microphone a little secluded spot you can kind of line or pseudo line all the walls with clothes or fabric if you have a bunch of heavy moving blankets or something like that those really work well and even like the comforter from your bed you just build like a blanket fort basically that's that's what i did i i do recommend you like get some way to suspend it above your head because for season one i was had it draped over my head and i was about to die of heat heat exhaustion recording so that's not cool and it also doesn't let you have good posture for voice. Not that my voice is good sure. enough anyway, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we're working on that. You're, you're, we're, we're working, working on, on that. We're getting better. Yeah, but for those of you with nice voices, you know, Whatever. don't suffocate yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly had that issue recently before I bought my little portable booth. I would hide under like a blanket. Oh, we've seen the pictures. Well, yeah, you've seen the it was our, awful. What the channel sound was, that? was, was awful? in that was in our uh voice booth channel. We oh yeah sent pictures of our little setups and Julie's so was just hot. A, it was like a laptop with like a blanket. That's what I did too. It was, I, it was wonderful. And after that I'm like, nope. So I bought yeah. a little portable booth for they're like fifty bucks on Amazon. Like they come with yeah. uh little insulation. Foam. Oh shit! I'm gonna need Foam? you to send me that. Sure. And so, like, it was on sale when I got it, so even better. I already had a Blue Yeti mic, which was pretty good with a pop filter, but it wasn't enough to muffle the sound, and the blanket was killing me. So now with that booth, the sound is so much better, and I don't die of heat stroke. Well, a lot of the the sound thing is is breaking up the sound that are that bounces off the walls. Because it's not just sound that you're sending to it. It's sound that bounces around in your room, um, yeah. off the walls, like behind you and stuff. So you got to... A big deal is behind the microphone, not necessarily yeah. behind yes. the person. Yeah. The well, I mean, bo both are very important. Uh, above yes. you is not a big deal. Below you is not a big deal. But as long as you know the like pickup pattern of what your microphone is, a lot of them are cardioid, especially if you use the condenser microphones. It's like a little bit to the well, sides and like directly in front. Because I have, I had to use actually my baby blanket that my mom kept for, <laughs> yeah, for my my booth that I have. I don't use it. I mean, I'm not using it now. Obviously, I'm at my my production computer. Um, but just having things to like break up the noises that flow around the room. And it's surprising good. how much a microphone can catch sounds. Yeah, that you're not aware of. Somebody talking like three rooms away, your neighbor, yep. your roommate's getting murdered upstairs. You know the or, usual, or a simple fart. You know, mm -hmm. well, that adds to the experience. That adds to the recording. <laughs> okay, so we got another question uh, from Queen Cam. Yep, uh, it yeah. is. How does everyone stay or get motivated to write, create, or edit when it's the last thing that you want to do? I know this isn't most of y'all's job. None of us's job, actually. Yeah, we don't get paid for this. <laughs> no. I know exactly so, what to say now. So how do we get motivated to write, create, and edit? Who wants to go? You know, recently, recently, I've been messing with chat GPT, 
And it's actually mm. been making my brain fire off more because I'm like, you are so bad. And I'm like, I have to fix <laughs> I can do that better. Well, yeah, I'm like, oh, I get, oh, like, oh, interesting. <laughs> but it's like, it's cool. Yeah, that's it, mainly. It's like, it, find new tech, help me. Anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> that's I don't know why it made me think of that because somebody said I could do it better. So. It's a Nike commercial, Jesus yeah, well, woman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we can't put I, that you know, out. Come on. Cut it. <clears throat> Fix it in post. Um, so so what I like to do, if it's the last thing that I want to do, what I do is what it kind of goes back to the first part of the production thing is I like to take all the voice actor parts and cut them up into into the order that they should be for a story. And I export them into our Google Docs and I just listen to them on repeat for probably two or three days while I'm at work. Cause we got, we're allowed to have earbuds. So I just listen to it and just listen and listen and listen and listen and, okay. and try to understand how those characters would interact and what kind of sound effects they would have for the situations that they're in. Um, so I just, a lot of it is just banging my face into drywall. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I, um, not a lot of, it... not a lot of inspiration, just, just banging my face into a wall. Yeah. And it helps, uh... believe it or not. It makes me happy actually. Good. Well, you found your technique. That works for you. Keep doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for encouraging me to bang my face into a wall, Julie. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I, uh, just put your hand up there first. You'll be fine. Nope. Just um, bare face. No condom. Just go. <laughs> well, in my case, the editing part or the recording lines part, for me, it's always the team and the podcast come first and not my lack of motivation. Like I don't want the team to be behind. I want us to produce something good. So that's how I kick my own ass. But creatively as a writer, I've been on a block for about, I want to say five months and I've barely started writing again. Uh, and I've realized that forcing, trying to force writing it's not, it doesn't happen for me. It doesn't work. Like just trying to, some people say, sit down and write. It doesn't work for me. Like that part of the creativity does not work. So, yeah. That like, we'll, we'll go into the like writing corner that we have on our discord. Uh, you should join up if you haven't already, we have a writing corner so that we can hop into voice chat or text chat and just kind of bounce ideas off each other. Yep. And I think a lot of that helps out because we got some very weirdly, oddly creative people who are willing to throw ideas back and forth. Yeah, um, and it, and it has help. helped because I am writing again slowly, very slowly. I like this question from Odd Pit Pat that okay. says, what was a hurdle you didn't expect when working on the pod? Oh boy, uh, hurdle. I'm not very good at running, so that is definitely a hurdle. 
anyway i think being being pushy with voice actors i am no i am such a terribly agreeable person in such a way that it's destructive but just getting on people on getting their lines done or um Getting them involved, I think, because we like to have, I mean, we, 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 we like to have a, like a relaxed feel to our podcast with the people that we're involved with, but just being, being daddy Tanner is hard. <laughs> yeah. Hey daddy. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's just creepy now, isn't it? <laughs> My wife is right recorded. here She's <laughs> in the channel. She's fucking still call me daddy. Daddy, in front of us. It's okay if Evan calls me daddy. He does it all the time. Hey. But being, but like having that, like being stern with folks that are supposed to be involved, that's hard. It's Keeping like playing on track. Go ahead. What? Keeping what? people on track. Oh. Okay, that's not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard you say like keeping them on crack. Like how do so we provide I. them with the drugs? Oh god! How much? <laughs> I would like to buy this much. Hello there, Daddy. this buy? <laughs> I want to buy a vehicle. Um, I would say no. a and hurdle. And no, a hurdle for me was how much work a podcast is. It's surprising. At least a story podcast. I don't know about talk radio podcasts. In that case, it's probably a lot of research. But mm -hmm. producing stories is a lot of work. I don't mind doing it, but it's a lot of work. A lot more than I expected. I did, I did not expect to put 25 plus hours a week into yeah. doing something that is like not even an hour or like every two weeks. I think those things that those hurdles though stretch you and make you better. So I mean, definitely a good thing I would say. Yeah. Stretch stretches. Well, make you like grow you. Um, baby, baby, you stretch me. <laughs> Don't be dirty. Hey, it is after nine though. But... It is. 10, it is after 12. nine, but this is, is not for that channel. I was about to say probably not. We're, we're not in the correct channel for that. So. Um, Piggy Hill is not here. But, I mean, I don't. it makes you a better person. It, it makes you better than you were before because you learn new stuff. You learn how to, um, you know, overcome things that you didn't realize was an obstacle. Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Doozer <laughs> says Julia's the mom of the admins, clearly. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh, jeez. Um, so here's a, another question from Queen Cam. What is your favorite genre, genre to write or create about? I know straightforward horror isn't really the primary focus here. Kind of always feels like Black Mirror-esque to me, but I could be interpreting that wrong. Uh, we want to keep our options open. We don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into a certain genre. I think, uh, like we said for fucking ever ago, we want to encourage people to be creative. We want to encourage people to write. Uh, I love comedy. I think it's great. And the comedy stories are awesome. I just want to add to your comedy thing. Like yeah. I'd love to write comedy, write comedy. I'm, I'm good at banter, like the dialogue and everything, but I you don't have the funny. ideas and the jokes. 
So that's something, you know, to do collaboratively. Something collaboratively we should like collaborate on. I can't word. <laughs> no. Words are hard, man. For you, it's like it's like night, 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 night. I think my my personal favorite is just because I'm a sucker for detective shows and I love how twisted they are. I know we we recently actually yesterday we watched the uh uh the knives, knives the knives out stories with Daniel Craig and that dude's that dude's great. He's awesome, man. I love that guy. Yeah. He's uh, a very ver- versatile character, but like things like the KFC <laughs> the KFC but like having the the twisty stuff the 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 goofy stuff the confusing stories i think those are fun just so that it becomes more interactive almost with the audience making the audience think about what the fuck is actually going on in the stories i think is the probably the coolest genre for me mhm um psychological yeah, the psychological ones. Those are cool because I I really like the psychological. I think you're talking about maybe like a, a psychological thriller. Yeah, it's psychological not, it thriller. Like Shutter Island. Yeah, like oh fuck, Shutter yeah. Island was fucking nuts. And oh, Richard Shutter, the Blood well, gets even more nuts. I could only I haven't read it yet because I can't. I, read, I read it, it. but understandable. The, I struggle with it too. It's it's a hard thing. It is. Um, like Shutter Island stuff, like Fight Club stuff. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, okay. but like those, that kind of thing. That one is was just, fucky. Well, and then there's a story with Michael Douglas. It's called The Game. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Dude, wonderful. I watched that in the theaters. Dude, just so fucking good. I would just... love to have more stories like that. Yeah. Well, just because, like, just reminded yeah. me that you uh, you just lost the game. I know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I said everyone else was listening to this. Well, we'll have a we'll have a good like crime thriller story coming up this season. I don't want to say any more because it's such a good story. We have, but... yeah, we have, we have at least one. I don't know what we plan to do with the other one that we have that was written for us. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I think it's find find the girl. What? Eh? What the one with the the that's find the girl. Mm, it's in the other uh, folder. Yeah, it's in the other folder. Yeah. Anyway, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I'm wondering too. I'm like, huh? You, the one that you... the one that Arthur sent us. Oh, wait. oh see, I, I haven't seen that one. I oh think my I was God. away. You guys are behind. It, yeah, it, oh, no. Oh, okay. he, he wasn't there Moving half the on. summer, poor kid. Yeah, I was about to say, That's I'm pretty okay. sure he was gone away during that time. That's fine. Well, yeah. I've always loved watching them. I love acting-ish them if I get to. Those are cool. Yeah. Uh, does, does E95 count as that slightly or no? E95 is definitely... A little bit. Those. Oh yeah. Oh, put put yeah. a little bit in that one. Well, yeah, it, it is because. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's all you can say. You can't say it, nothing. It is about because. It. Because it is. <laughs> because it fucking is, bud. Thanks, Arthur. You helped me with that one. Make that one way better. Since we're not talking about anything else. Oh yeah, we should um, probably focusing back on the task hands. Where do you three hour episode. So this one is from Tori Miller who had a ginormous hand in writing the story called 
uh, Scary Corp, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time acting that one. Absolutely, that one was great. My favorite to edit, too, because I didn't hardly have to touch it. Yeah, you didn't have to monkey with it. I, I, uh, I did a little bit, as is required, but not much. Uh, so the question is, where do you see the show going in one, comma, three, comma, and five years? Where do you see the show going in one to, to three to moon. five years? So, wow. yeah, mm. to the moon, obviously. Uh, mm. In one years, I would see it going into a point where we expand on a story that will be happening in season three to expand on it and make it much more palpable and much more like playing a video game with your ears. So there's a there's another genre that's been coming out and it's really popular lately. It's called the lit RPG. Yeah, I think Arthur brought it up in our interview before the literary RPG. So you experience something that's happening in a fantasy world. Yeah, so we're building on the world that he's created with that and we're going to create something that encourages uh listeners to come back for an expanded story a bigger story something that will tie all of the everything that we're doing together and also we're going to commit considerably amount or a considerably more amount of time to producing and making something that is exciting to come back to yeah yeah that's in one year uh i would say probably closer to three yeah, it's, like two, it's like two or, two or three ish. I think you kind of got to yeah. start broadening and it narrows down as you get to each place because you don't really know what you're going to run into when you get there. I'd say probably just to keep the podcast rolling and its original purpose, get more people started mm-hmm. in audio drama, be it writing or yeah, cause I, acting cause think, or producing. Yeah, because I think we're going to we're going to continue the idea of. Uh, bringing new writers in as like an anthology kind of style stuff and uh, mm-hmm. bring like a serial um, story into our main feed so that folks have something to come back for. Yeah, because it's like candy. If you come back, you'll get more. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. And, <laughs> and in five years, I want to. S- I, I wouldn't know what to add to what all everything you just said. So, what do you Tell think we would? Do you think we would do this full time job, full time careers, five years, or still part time, doing oh. regular life outside, or you know, full time podcast? I, I would like pretty her. sick, nasty, but that's a pretty difficult thing to do. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, would we think that's five years? Could we do that? Oh, no. I think we could. I think we could do it five years. I would find it interesting if we, uh, after season three, if if something akin to no sleep would happen, where it's just like after season three, a whole lot of people start listening to it, and then it's like, hey, and then all yeah, of a sudden, think... fifteen years later, in season twenty, yeah, I think we're kind of on the track to do that, though, just from the way that we've. So way that we've done it super cool i think yeah, it could so be a writer full time and if that's part of it i'd love yeah. to do that i think too. it could be part of it absolutely 
not to toot the old horn, but like we could probably do it. I think we definitely have the potential. Absolutely. Um, I think it's something that we, if we, you know, make goals, and I think that's maybe this maybe a discussion that we haven't, you know, officially had to say, hey, this is where we want to be. But um, you make those goals and you set smaller goals to reach the big goals, and I think that's it's absolutely possible. Maybe everybody will just be working, you know, on the podcast full time. That'd be cool. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Be cool. That'd be pretty sick, nasty. Yep. Moving on, we got a, a again from Doozer Pindan, uh, Daniel Barton from the UK because he's fucking weird. What is your most and least favorite voice roles that you've done that you've done so far, and why? Mm. Evan, go. Oh, oh, mine. Hmm. Yep. So. My least favorite role, that's that's rather easy. It was probably one of my first ones that I didn't do very well. That was the uh, way back from season one being the narrator for, uh, gosh, the the worst of the worst because I just I didn't know quite what I was doing. My setup, I was getting heat exhaustion doing that setup, so that didn't help. I just don't think I did very well on that. I didn't enjoy that one. My favorite one. No, no, you're not. You're not saying that because it wasn't a fun story. It was a. Oh, it was, it was a matter a... of. It was a matter of like you were getting into the whole, um, recording and. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah. a it was a good story. It's just I, trying to all the like learning pains of it and whatnot and suffocation, no breathing. That wasn't very. Probably <laughs> all. Yeah. <laughs> I die while I'm reading. No. Uh, my <laughs> favorite one is probably, let's see, which ones did I do from the upcoming season and whatnot? Okay, so probably one of the ones in season two, I'd say Dayworker was fun. The Lousy Void itself, that one was pretty fun. I think you did a fine job with the lousy void. I just tried to be discount Peter Lewis, and it was fun. Discount yeah, Peter Lewis. I, I was discount Peter Lewis. I, I gave uh, actually gave Tanner quite a few because he loves listening to my voice recordings go on and forever <laughs> for forty five minutes for a mm-hmm. fifteen minute story. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. So that was fun. Oh, oh here it drone. is. Not your average drone was your favorite story to do. Just that one was one of my fun ones. Just it's a weird, weird character. Who I am too. Yeah. Yo, red toy at your service, dude. That one was just weird. It was fun. But yeah, any one of those three, I'd say, were probably my my favorite ones to do. Being just uh, myself in full southern draw was pretty fun, and in it to win it. That was pretty good. Southerner. All right, Evan, you're doing that one. Oh, you okay. listen real hard. He counts through a good portion of the damn episode. I do. I do. I, I was committed. So, Julie, what's what's your most and least favorite roles that you've done so far and why? Um, I really enjoyed doing Widow's Walk. Opposite uh, TJ, because it was more into like feelings of fear and excitement for the character, and then just fear itself. 
So that was fun. I really like because it was a creepy, weird ass story. Life's a park and then you die. I played you. Um, yeah, I think you did. Was... It. I think you killed it in that one. That you know, not to Very discount cool. anything you've ever done before, but like I think that was one of the ones that you you absolutely nailed. Like you just took a hold of that character and you just you just fucking owned it. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was so weird. But a lot of the stories I've realized that sometimes, at least when we're picking them, that I'm like, eh, I don't want us to do that story. But most of the time when I say that, it's because I don't get the story on the spot. And Life's a Park and mm -hmm. Then You Die, when I read it the first time, I was like, what the crap? <laughs> and then I read it properly <laughs> again. And then we cast me as you i'm like okay i have to get the story and finally i got what was the point behind the story and i'm like oh this is so good i want to do this so i wanted to give it my all um i really enjoyed doing um uh with uh, the computer voice for scary corp yep worker four six nine yeah scary but, corp you know, but the thing is, that voice for me back then was my usual work, well, almost my usual work voice. Um, and I think the one I liked the least uh, was first season was Cargo and Liam, and the second season, Liam. Even though they're my stories, I don't feel like I gave them my all. So I would say those. And Doozer says Julie's previous job was being a murderous robot. Yes, I was. Yeah, you were. Pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, I think my favorite voice role. Oh boy. Um it's kind of a tie between when we did the uh the Edgar Allan Poe story, uh the Telltale Heart. Yeah, and it was a tie between that and it's like a three-way tie between that and Scary Corp and uh, Not Your Rabbit's Drone. I think those were fun because I got to do fun accents with them. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't obviously have a British accent. It's not my thing. It's not what I do, but uh, I got a super awesome compliment from Deucer Pindan, who is actually from the UK. He said I did it pretty all right. I think those were his <laughs> specific words. Did a pretty yeah, all right pretty job with that. Compliment at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean someone who's actually from pretty there right. was like, yeah. yeah, that was pretty that was it was believable. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was acceptable. There you go. Those are the words. It was acceptable. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause that I mean, that was a play on the Stanley parable mm -hmm. game thing. Ah, whatever. Those are probably my favorite. I don't think I have a least favorite mostly because I like to, I like voice acting in general. It's fun telling stories, uh, becoming characters. If I had to put a least favorite thing into it. Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have a least favorite. They're all fucking fun. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do a least favorite. That's Cheater. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all fun. They're all fun. Yeah. Um. Since we've got that, did we miss anyone? Julia. 
Um, I don't. You've done. You've done a couple of them, haven't you? I've done. Did we? Uh, did we ask my? Uh, done a few. Um, done a few. You did uh, the Ecti's mirror. You did. Um, you were one of the friends in Liam. You yep. did. Oh, you the did. woman that was missing yeah. half her face and bait. Yeah, bait. That was a mm-hmm. that was a weird one. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was weird cool. One. Yeah, yeah, what a wacky story. Weird one. I thought yeah. that was pretty fucking neat. Yeah. That one was the most interesting to do, I think. But I don't think I really have like a least favorite one. I don't know what I would pick as my favorite. Uh, the Liam story was fun to do. Um, I don't know. I feel like I did. I think all of them. I, I think I do about the same on all of them. So I don't think I've, and I haven't really done enough to say, hey, I think I did better at this one than others, maybe. But it's still a learning curve. Yeah, and that's the fun of it for yeah. Yeah. newer people to this like you yeah. still have a learning curve but you want to do it so yeah i do think it's interesting that i mean you go back and listen to um certain episodes and you're like oh and when you hear all the different parts together it makes sometimes it makes more sense or less sense i mean most time more sense and you you kind of realize oh i should have done it this way or i should have done it that way um so it, it does make me want to do more just because um, I understand certain stories more after I hear them all together, but um, yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, favorite, favorite, least favorite. Moment. Come on, Moseph. Okay. Okay. No, I think it's pretty easy. I think only the only thing I would have for least favorite would just be what, like the first two characters, just the 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 guard, and then. Just because I was like really crappy recording, I think, and I was like in a cardboard box recording. <laughs> uh, that and the sheriff. I think those are the least favorite. Like, but it's like kind of like really? Tanner. It's like I don't. Good job though. You fucking killed I know, it. But as it's the like sheriff, I I can pick out the little things that I don't like about that role, and I'm like, if I have to pick a least favorite, I'm like, those are my two least favorite. But I'm just like, I think they're all pretty. I think they're I think they're all pretty decent. And like I like doing them, I like the thief the most yeah, of the time. The <laughs> I good. Good the thief. I the see thief the new Samuel the thief my... all the time. Like that now dude is what the he's hell is going on, man? What the what is going? What are you doing? This is crazy, man. We gotta get out of here. This is nuts. I think I did. I think <laughs> I did the thief for uh when I tried out for Raphael for another show. Come on, Leo. What the heck are you talking about, man? I'm totally Mikey. Like, I think it. I think it'll work a little bit. Didn't get picked. Oh well. What? They're all fun. TJ says, "Do you have any advice on getting into a character for particular dark or weird readings? We don't have a lot of dark or weird readings yet, but I think in season three we will. We got a few. We got a few." Between the anthology oh stories and the one special, you know, thing with that, we yeah, we have yeah. quite a few. I, I keep saying, like, third season is going to be it's different, the darker of the seasons. 
Yeah, 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 I think we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do like a disclaimer. Uh, yeah, disclaimer. There you go. We're gonna have to do a I think disclaimer. We're gonna have to have a disclaimer episodes. for the third season. <laughs> Adult content. I think. Um, well, the advice. the second season I did that the lady who had her face ripped off, and I would mm. say that was like a weird reading, weird part, but you kind of put yourself in that position like what would you feel like if you had that done to you i mean you would be in pain you would you know not be able to talk you would so you just kind of visualize um how that would feel and i think that kind of helps put you into that mindset of like oh this is weird yeah yeah well the, the stutters are not a bad thing and stuff like that weird you just kind of lean into the weirdness of the character dark Breathe in, think murder, breathe out. <laughs> murder. That's, that's <laughs> murder. I, also, I also use that to get across, you know, the crowded high school when I was in high school and everyone was just clumping up in the uh, in the hallways and I looked like I'm going to kill somebody and everyone just kind of moves out of the way. So <laughs> that was pretty effective. Also yeah. having a full-size uh, pistol. No, <laughs> <laughs> I found lighting helps. Actually, like I put... Ooh. I put I put um because I have like uh uh what are they the full spectrum like Wi-Fi kind of light thingies so I can change the lights in my room right and I have one in the booth I found like the lighting really helps like if if it's a darker character or if I have to be in a mood to be you know if you do angry stuff or just weirdness like lighting and music beforehand. Yeah, finding finding an artist. Yeah. Yep. Find find an artist that has a sound or a song that uh, makes you feel somewhat similar to how you would think the character would be. That's yeah. good. While well, like reading yeah. the script. Yeah. Tell us some of that. That's yeah. Like I I I I definitely like when reading the um the upcoming thing. I've been watching a lot of um I'm like how do I say this without giving anything away <laughs> certain actors in certain parts that I feel did very well portrayals of a similar character. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Inspiration. So I've been, like watching the, Yeah, like getting to that and then reading a lot of like how they did it and stuff, especially since like we do audio, so it's like you don't have the I especially I don't have my face to make all the stupid faces I do when I say things because like I can say something pretty monotone, but then like my face will clearly convey that I'm joking, but you don't get that yeah. with audio, so you have to go up and down. Yeah, so it's fun to watch the ones that are really good at it and then steal. In, in in my case, I don't think have I ever had dark characters. Not really. I've had emotional characters, but dark ones or weird ones. I could have sworn you did. Like in Liam, it was the haunting Hillside House. Did I do Hillside a voice? House kinda, yeah. You were uh... I was the ghost. Yeah, you're you're the first ghost. Yeah, uh, Olivia. Yeah, but you haven't played like an octopus or something. All right, somebody. Story where we have talking, 
where we have I'm talking octopi for yeah. for season four, you will automatically accept it. I don't care how shit it is, we'll fix and, it. Do it, and I will be playing it. And Julie will be playing one of the octopi. Yeah, octopi. But I I remember like one thing. There's certain stories, and I'm not gonna say who because I don't want to put anyone on the spot. That after reading, that I've told the others in the team, like whoever we cast in this, I do not want to be cast in this story. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not not because it's not good. It's just it hits too close to home. And I don't feel comfortable. And I say this and I I, I say this because I also want the voice actors that are listening right now that if that ever happens, that we cast you in something you're uncomfortable, we want to know that. I like to do like a half whisper kind of thing and lower my voice. That's pretty much about it. Okay. I mean, I haven't played any scary boys yet. Yeah, I've played a lot of the lighthearted characters, but I think here soon I'll be able to I think you play, some, play. play something a little bit more serious in the upcoming stories. The, the thing in the other folder might be a... Uh, the thing in the other folder was that one. Okay. Um, anyway, just crying. I don't really do scary stuff yet. Like it's not like creepy things. I'm gonna write you um, the scariest shit ever. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think watching movies and watching how other professional actors do it, I think, is probably the best way to do it. Just imitation. I know, that sounds, imi- I know that sounds really lame and plain, but no, but <laughs> that's, imitation that's is the highest form of flattery. So that's Not how I did. If I if I can flatter heart. if I can flatter Daniel Craig or Daniel Craig did a good job in the knives out thing. I mean yeah. that was fucking brilliant. I want to um, be Jamie can... Lee Curtis then. If we're talking about that movie, yeah. I love Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie. I don't know. When... I wish we'd punt. I wish we'd seen her punch Don Johnson after she burned the bottom of that letter to see that what he'd done. Oh no, fuck her! Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really care for her very much. Okay, then. Excuse me. Damn, <laughs> well, she was. Um, she didn't really have a big part in that story, anyway. No. Hey. She, had a, she had a much bigger role in Freaky Friday. That was fun. <laughs> it was. <good. laughs> The, the the one with Lindsay Lohan. Yep. Ah, that was weird. It was weird. Mark Harmon's in that. Of course, he's the mm-hmm. fiance. He's old. He's good. So yeah. Okay. We well, anyway, we've we've gotten through the questions. Quick. We've oh, we got four we, left. Well, do we want to do them? Do we want to do them? Uh, we can. I mean, well, if we want to have a look, might as well. All right, so we'll just go down the line. This first one is from Brooks. How do you conceptualize the audio environment for a story using just the author's words? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of goes with oh. the story. Um, it kind of yeah. goes with the idea of listening to the voice actors on repeat for 16 hours a day. It's like, like what, what would be happening? Yeah, play, yeah, exactly. Place like the environment, whether it's outside or inside, or what's happening around them. Like, what what setting are they in? 
whether it's like mm-hmm. inside a building with like AC noise or uh, walking sounds, yeah, under- sounds. Yeah, underground or outside at a roller coaster or like complete visualization of the yep. environment so that yeah, you it, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like another you try and yeah, you try and listen to the because a lot of the conceptual conceptualization for production happens after the voice actors endure the nightmare that is turning text into audio. Which I completely respect, and that's crazy that we can even do that. Um, but turning that into a story, and like, what is, what, where is this character? What is the character doing? Like, what's happening around them? Or like, what time of day is it? That's, that's probably the deal. best. That's probably the biggest deal that we deal with. I like to drink beer yeah. when we do it. <laughs> that's how I do it is drink beers and just listen to the story and try to imagine it like as if a uh, a movie was playing in my brain. That's how I write. So the, producing that way, way makes sense that. too. Yep. Cool. Uh, do, we, do we have right. one questions? What? Another one from the biggest of Brooks. What is the funniest moment the podcast has had together? Early any any of the any of the moments probably a lot of them are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't pick a, pick a funny moment, and it's probably that one too. I think our we we have when we have our. We're fucking hilarious we, over here, bud. Damn straight, uh, dudes. <laughs> when we have Bunch meetings, we and they end up going way over because we just sit there and go off topic and laugh half the time. So ninety yeah. percent of the time. So. I apologize for that. Most of us, Mo and I are off our rockers and yeah, destroying accents about characters. And yeah, but if we didn't have fun, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, because if it's blowing, not fun, blowing our fucking horns. Worth, yeah. If it's not fun, is it worth doing? Nope. 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 Yeah, I'm too old for that shit. Yep. <laughs> that wab was pretty funny. <laughs> I still have it. I know. I'm glad. You better. I'm putting it in, baby. What's something that surprised you? I'm assuming about the podcast. That one's from Odd Pit Pat. A little abstract. I was about to say when my ex was pregnant. I'm like, that was a pretty surprising moment. That surprised me when she got pregnant, too. <laughs> I was upset for you. When... People actually enjoyed the show. That's something that surprised me. Well, we never. Some, well, I guess until, when people when people told. really in, yeah when people actually enjoyed the tales from an old man. Yeah. I was not ready okay. for that. I mean, my dad. He's an excellent storyteller. He's an excellent story reader. I mean, I know he's been good. He's yeah. I've listened to him telling us stories for a long time, but having him on the show I think is probably the most surprising part for me that he's been supportive mm-hmm. of it and he wants to be part of it. That's cool. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. so surprising. Oh. <laughs> and just hold on to your titties because here comes season two <laughs> of Tales from an Old Man. The original question is what What's something that surprised you? So if we want to keep going down the line. 
Yeah. Or not. Julia. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I have an answer right now. Nothing surprises me. I'm a brick wall. Move well, on. I, oh, uh, <laughs> Julia, I, really like, I just take everything in stride. So I don't, I don't know if things really surprise me. I just kind of, because I don't really know what to expect to begin with. So, and I never really knew hmm. what this would turn out as or how well it would turn out. So I just kind of, I don't know, go with the flow. Well, I think it gets back to the previous question where I said the amount of work surprised me, but I think mm -hmm. if we go in another way, like the way this has allowed us, us as the management team or us as in like the Discord, the podcast people, how close we can be to people we've never met through stories. I really like that. That's super cool. Yeah. I have a new go. I don't want to go yet. It's turn. Mm, what has surprised me? I don't know, just kind of seeing the, the podcast grow from uh, season one. I jumped in partway through that to now it's quite large. And it was just kind of surprising to see that growth um, and that you guys really like it. Kind of like what Kyle said. I think what's honestly surprised me is the people that want to work with us. Especially yeah. knowing what's coming up in the new season and who some people I've reached out to and then they've been like oh yeah let's do something i'm like cool yeah and then they're totally down like we have new voices i think because of that so it's like sweet it's like we we we've made enough of an impact with enough of an audience that people are like oh yeah definitely won't work with these we've had new people come to the to the to like the discord out of nowhere i think it's kind of like not like recommended by anybody else or friends. They've like found it off of like what YouTube or in general, they found it off of something and they've been like, we found this and then we came here. Cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's exciting. Yeah. It is. All right. Are we ready for the last question? That is it. This one comes from one of our very own, a Mrs. Julia Wood. Have you ever yeah. felt burnt out and how do you get through it? Yes, is the answer Gross. for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But like in general, yes. Podcast wise, not really yet. Because I think we have tried to give each of the team members the same amount of work, although I don't know if the others agree with me. Tanner's taken on a lot more. I don't yeah. know if it's by choice or because he doesn't have a choice, but he's taken on a lot. And no I'm choice. trying, huh? <laughs> I said no choice. But this season, my That's goal is to support him more in that. But <laughs> burnt, burnt out, I have felt in writing. And this is one of the reasons that I don't submit stories as much as I used to. Like, I don't have a story in season three, and that's that's fine. But yes, the short answer, yes. <laughs> Uh, the, I think the question is, how do you get through it? 
Yeah. Like, what do you what do you do to? Because there, I mean, there's. What do you, what do, you do to toughen up a little bit? Currently and getting yeah. through it. So I'll tell you. What um, I've done. <laughs> uh, anything else? You know, I've tried different hobbies. I've not picked up any of them because I've given up on all, most of them. <laughs> not even crocheting. No, I I sent uh, Jinxie my crocheting stuff. Oh dang! So, oh. Yeah. Well, I ha also have a tendonitis, which keeps me from crocheting yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, like I've tried crocheting. I've tried scrapbooking, junk journaling, taking walks. And so far, none of it has really worked. So it's rest. Rest is good for the mind and the body. Yeah. And yeah. if we have to go there, I'm doing therapy. And honestly, that helps yeah. me a lot. Yeah. yeah. So just, just taking a break. Yeah, a brain break is good. Mental health is important. Very it much is. so. I normally just have a beer and suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wish how I, I could. That's how I get, that's a how I get true Midwest man. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, let, that, well, you... let, that, let that anger just fester into a ball in your gut until one day it kills you. Yeah. yeah. You just shotgun a beer and then. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you just you put the shit on the screen and you could go for it. And also looking forward to the impression that we can make on our community. I think mm -hmm. that's probably that's probably a big part of how I get through it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I know, I know the listen, the listeners, uh, oh. the listeners are going to love it. Yeah, they're going to eat that shit up. <laughs> Absolutely. Bar's feeling burnt out. Yeah, a lot. It's it's a lot of hot cold game when it's a. Uh, when it's something more of a, when I need to get it done, it can get done whenever, like writing a story if I don't have a deadline. I play a lot of hot cold with it. I'll have, you know, times where it's good, times where it isn't. Uh, if it's something where I have to have it done, such as editing almost all of the stories for season three before I went off to my training over the summer, it was kind of a tough shit. I just kind of buckled down and went through it anyway, blasting quite a lot of angry music to force myself to do it anyway even though i was like did not want to at that time when i was getting the burnout because you know i had i had to do it for the rest of the team they were counting on me so it kind of depends on the circumstances was really what it but if i'm burned out you know hot cold do something else come back what i like doing if i have multiple stories writing i'll popcorn from one story to the other yeah, I think that's a that's a big point to make is is jumping from one project to the next is having more than one that you can focus on. I think if you yeah. can do that. Yeah. Well, I think if 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 you have the opportunity to jump from one idea to the next just to kind of keep things fresh. If it works for you because it yeah. works for me. If I ever have more than one project at a time, which lately I have not. <laughs> Well, because if you if you buckle down too hard on one, then you're not going to be able to move on to the next. Just keep it, you know, just, you know, you know, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it fresh, keep it fresh, happy, fresh. keep it light, fresh, freshy. All right, so I, so I think that I think we, that we covered all the things that we wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
hopefully this wasn't this wasn't terribly too long for you. Uh, we'll um, be right. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, do what we want to your... have parting words, or do we want to just kill Craig, like just uh, execute him? Uh, parting, parting words. Parting words. Love you. Thank you for Hugs listening. For everybody. Bye. The support, oh, very cool, y'all. Yeah. Until next Thank time. You. Oh, go listen oh. to the BLF. And like, follow and support. And if you want to become a patron, go we check are out here. our patron page. If you are a writer, voice actor, producer, or want to try your hand at any one of those three, reach out. We would love to work with you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to everything we do. It's really cool. It is very cool. For our patrons, thanks for the support. For everyone else, still, listening helps. Thanks for your support, too. Bye. Bye. Somebody help me wrangle uh, Craig to the behind the shed so we can put him down. So if we're <laughs> if we're if we're doing a shout out to our patrons, we're gonna go ahead and shout out to Kurt Wood. Um, who's the? Wait, are we actress? shouting out the patrons? Yeah, we're gonna shout out patrons. We're gonna go Co- uh, Ronan Komori. Uh, who is that? Oh, I don't know. Know. It sounds like a loser. Ronan. Yeah, right. Hey. Uh, <laughs> We got Eric Phones supporting us as the legend here patron. Uh, we got Kurt Wood as an apprentice. We have Kelly Sisson as a master. Uh, Arthur Arthur Unk as a legend. Who's that? Whoop, whoop. He's the fucking G. Hey, he's he's contributing more than we he's all think man. he is. Arthur's more than everyone man. else knows so far. Yeah, we have Neil Skarupa. As a journeyman, yeah, Neil. Yeah, chat. What's up? He's actually in, in here with us. Does he's he have right a word here. to share? Do you have a, hey. does he have something to share with us? So we got Doozer Pin Dan, who's also uh, in the chat, also in the also chat with us. Uh, we have hey, Christopher. Hey. We have Sig Corp with us. Yeah, we have Queen yeah. Cam. Praise the Queen. Praise Justin. Yes, Justin, Justin Doll. He is a master patron and Nightmare Rabbit, master machine, who I have still yet to have a conversation with, but she is supporting us. Yes, we love you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. We love all you guys. Like, just we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes, all the love. love. We want to give a thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ask us questions, or is that a bit too over? Questions. I thought we did that while we were doing it. Oh, we want to thank them for the questions. Oh yeah, we no, we shouted out the people. But we'll thank right. uh, we'll thank TJ Hotter. He's awesome. He submitted three questions. Sid Corp gave us one. Queen Cam gave us three. Four. Love you. Woohoo! Uh, Big uh, Brooks Bigley. He gave us four questions. We love you, and we're looking forward to all of the contribution that you give to the Baseline Feed podcast. Uh, Odd Pit Pat, thank you for letting lending us your voice and your patronage. Tori Miller, uh, well, well, you know, he's got one question. <laughs> love you anyway. <laughs> I love you, Tori. He's oh, just being a butt. Tori. Somebody, somebody else will listen for me, please. <laughs> we love, love. Oh, well, Jay Wood. Oh, shit, girl. I can have multiple women. Your wife. <laughs> My wife, Jay Wood. The and management loves her, too. And <laughs> user Pindan, uh, 
We're sorry that you still live in the UK and you haven't. Yeah, that's quite unfortunate for you, old cap. We love you, (laughs) Coob. Especially with the heat wave right now, he's melting. Yeah, that melting boy. I'm sorry too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apologize. Go to bed now. But we love all you knuckleheads. Next time for uh maybe we'll do try and uh, try and do another one of these AMA things. Maybe after maybe after each season. It. Yeah, maybe once a season thing, that'd be cool. Okay. Right, you guys take care. We love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for our first hopefully annual episode of Ask Me Anything here on the Baseline feed. If you would like to be part of the next Ask Me Anything episode, don't be afraid to join our Discord community, or even sign up to be a supporter of the show on Patreon. We would probably send you our eternal love and gratitude. Keep your eyes out over the next couple of weeks for all of our preseason specials. We are also pretty excited about our Season 3 releasing on October 28th, so hopefully you'll tune in then. And we'll see you soon enough.